paying 140 for them. Size eight and a half. I'm telling you, that's what you keep spending your money on. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and welcome back for another dope episode of Just Be Real Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things, sneakers. But not so more how you rock them, as much as it is to preserve and restore them. So with me, I have one of my good friends and homegirl, Avia, with me. Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. I got my girl Avia here from Soul Touch. As I told y'all, we're going to talk about the essence of restoring your sneakers and preserving them. So, welcome, Avia. Hello, Jess. I am happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here, too, because it only took us like two years to get this popping. We've been talking about it. <laughs> now, that's on my end, too. I want y'all to think it's her. It's my end, too, because I'm like, we've been talking about it, but it's been so much going on, like, we thought it was like, nah, we got to get this done because yeah. the people need to hear this because not people know, much people know about the sneaker restorations and know about the that part of the business. Like, we know about the hype beast and the purchases, but how do you preserve for people who, like myself, who kind of, like, have older OGs and reach retros and keep them clean and make sure you're still able to wear them because if you're able to tell you, you don't wear your sneakers, they will come apart. Okay. You know, that's my favorite line to tell you. <laughs> okay. You got them service now, we're them. Okay. That is so important. So we're going to talk about, you're probably like, what's Soul Touch? What's Soul Touch? So we're going to get there. So, Avia, what is Soul Touched? So Soul Touch is a platform that offers a professional sneaker care service. So we specialize in cleaning and restoring. We have two drop-off locations in Columbia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and customers can also ship their shoes in for service. All right, so Soul Touch is just out here, like, you know, multi, you know, they all over. Because I think one time I said you had an order from Hawaii, I was like, damn, she like that? Yes, yes, we are literally blessed. And we, and I need to say that we are only within the, the U.S. right now, but even people from other countries, like, they have reached out. And I'm not ready to, to do all of that, but yes, like, we, we are... We're pretty around the world with this thing. Okay, because y'all international. Y'all global or whatever. Okay. I'm excited. And y'all know Soul Touch. Okay, so I'm going to give y'all my background on how I got in touch with Soul Touch. Because a soror of ours had originally got her, I think, Travis Scott's service. And I was like, wow, she did, whoever did your sneakers did an amazing job. I've been looking for somebody to restore my sneakers. And she was like, yo, check out our soror, da 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 at Soul Touch. I was like, okay, well, she in the um, she in the Carolinas. I'm going to make sure I find out, you know, like, do I, can I ship my sneakers? I met Avia. She was like, whatever. I shipped her, like, five pairs of sneakers at once. Because at this point, I'm like, listen, I'm going to just see if she can finesse between these 10s, these 7s, all these other sneakers. Because... <laughs> I needed my babies for the summertime to rock them. When I got them joints back, first of all, the way she revived my Aqua 8s, I was shocked she was even able to preserve those because they was busted. My Olympic 7s were done for. When I got them back, them things looked just... All my friends was like, yo, you got a new pair? I'm like, nah, I got them restored. Like, I so touch. I was bragging ever since everybody's been going to Avia. Like, everybody's like, so touch. So, I've been, I don't know how much business she's got, but everybody, when they talk about restoration of their sneakers, I'm sending them to Avia. So, yeah, that's, that's it. And you, you do. And I, I always tell people, 
that like so how did you hear about us and like who like who sent you and especially like in this area like just 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 and so just you further do have to explain like when we actually migrated to the charlotte area unless that comes later we're just gonna get that a little bit later but we we, we we gonna let it. We gonna let the people know. We gonna we gonna forget that. We gotta let them know. But I had to let them know how I got in touch with Soul Touch, and then like then I found out she was a sore, and I was like, oh snap! Like even better because you now for real got a loyal customer. Cause what you the Reds? Like okay, period. Like you, t I take care of my own. I don't know about y'all. A lot of y'all black folks don't do it, but I make sure I take care of home first before I go ahead and go otherwise to have somebody else service yes. me. So if y'all did that, we probably be in a better better economic position in the black community. But we not gonna go there. But point of the matter is, take care of home base first before you go to explore someplace else. Because the same price you probably would pay for somebody else's services, you can go ahead and pay your own people. But that's that's it. That's it. So given that we know Soul Touch, who is Avia? Because we need to know the the you know the the face behind the brand. Right. So Avia is actually a Hebrew name, Jess. And so the meaning of it is God is my father. So one, I would have to say I am God's child. Two, I am love. So I honestly try to, with love being the highest frequency, I honestly try to operate out of love and just pure intention in all things that I do. And I will say too, Jess, that it's a little hard for me to talk about myself. So I will honestly just say that you, you would have to know me and then to know me, um, you will know that I come with like different layers as well. Hell yeah. She an onion. She an onion for, <laughs> for a fact. I can attest to that she is the onion, okay? Yeah. And I, I, cause Avia, Avia won't talk about herself, but I'll brag about Avia. So I'm gonna tell y'all who Avia is to me, okay? Period. Avia <laughs> is of the most sweetest and gentle spirit, like, period. Like, very giving, very compassionate, very understanding. Just know on Sundays, which I am very grateful that she is on with me today, is her day of rest. And when I mean Shorty is like God, like, she says she's God's child. The phone, she is not answering. She is not talking. She is not doing anything. So, y'all better be grateful that she is here today because this is her day of rest, just like she is God's child, okay? It is the seventh day. So... For you, of course, yes. You know how we vibe. And okay. I, I so thank you for having me here. Of course. I had to. And she fly. Okay. So she's fashion fly always. Like, Avia is... All, you can never... You can't box her in with her style. Like, it's so versatile and so dope. So, like, Avia is just Avia. Like, you got to meet her in person. Because I can talk about her all day, but it's not the same. Y'all don't get to experience it the way I do. So... <laughs> But okay. trust and believe she's very professional when it comes to her business. It's no games played, period. Yeah, so that's, important. that's, that's, important. that's top quality. And just like myself as being a Virgo, we don't play about our business because we don't play about our money. So Hello. <laughs> don't ever get that twisted. So given that we are, I've talked about Soul Touch and a little more of your background. What was the driving force to have created Soul Touch? Okay, so this this comes with a little story. So let me know if we have time. Girl, we got time. Girl, if you don't sit here and let these people know so they can know what's behind the girl. That's it. All right, so bam, I graduated from college in 2014. And so when I graduated, I landed a sales position in corporate America. So honestly, for my age, I was making decent money, but I was always working. So mm. one Saturday while at work, I was talking amongst coworkers. And some just fell on my spirit to act out loud. I was like, I wonder what the CEO of this company is doing right now. And so just to paint the time frame, it was like a very nice summer weekend. So I surely could imagine that he or she was not working. In fact, I can imagine that they were probably on vacation for like months at a time. With that part. Family. 
Right. <laughs> but honestly, like, just as soon as I asked that question, like, I felt like I was a little shallow for asking that. That's almost equivalent to me for saying that, like, dog, like, she has a very nice bag. And then another person, like, mm, well, I wonder, I wonder how she got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, two can have that same particular bag. And so I felt shallow for, I could, too, have, like, that same freedom and desire lifestyle that he or she was having. So honestly, that question, like, that sparked, like, me to go down, like, a whole rabbit hole so i wanted to find like a passion and something that like i could do and like it not feel like work and then too i feel like the biggest thing was to have that freedom and like that desire lifestyle and so this made me um explore my passion and so i have always had like a love for sneakers and fashion with definitely sneakers being top tier so of course. this made me kind of like look into the sneaker market a little bit more and mind you this was a time frame of 2015 2016 so literally people were still standing in lines for shoes and we know that nowadays like that's that's a no-go right hello (laughs) right and then too with looking at the sneaker market you started to see like a very small presence of like the whole buy sell trade shops and again now that we know um you know like those are like everywhere nowadays like it has Mm -hmm. presence in the sneaker market right and so I was just like, you know, like, that's cool. And I could go down that avenue, but it has to be something that, like, that's missing. Like, what is really missing from the sneaker market? And so, like, a sneaker cleaner is, like, that came to my mind after deep intentional thought. And so when I thought about it, I'm just like, hey, like, if you think about our clothes, like, we have a dry cleaners for our clothes. We have alterations and then several other industries, of course. Mm. Um, right. And to even think about our cars. Like, we have, like, mechanics, we have tire shops and all of that stuff. But if you go back and look at the sneaker market, you know, like, it's a market full of people, like, you know, like, selling you stuff. But, like, okay, where is the service side of it? You know, like. Wow. That's a fact. Right. That didn't have a heavy presence at all. So, I'm just like, okay, bam. So, you might be on to something. So, again, I'm always at work. So, I went back to my work family, so I started with a survey. So, like, okay, if you are thinking about your sneaker collection, if there was a place that you could take your sneakers for service, like, what type of services would your collection need? And so, from there, I heard things like uh, like creasing, like deep cleaning, yellowing. So, from there, I actually built a service list. So, I'm just like, okay, like, bam, I'll go ahead and build my service list. So, at the time, I had a collection of maybe, I think, about nine, 90 90 to 95 pairs pairs of shoes so i service like my whole entire collection and so and i just wanted to feel comfortable so once i felt comfortable i went back to my same co-workers i'm just like okay bam so like would you trust me to do your shoes for free and like let you know like let me do your shoes for free so that free turned into like them being satisfied with what the results that i gave them and so like literally like they they returned like with two or three pairs of shoes and then it was kind of like, well, bam, like I got a, I got a cousin, I got a friend, like they want theirs done. So literally after not even two months of doing this, just like I woke up in my one bedroom apartment and I had over 40 pairs of shoes to serve. Wow. My, right. Mind you, I was still like working in corporate America. So I was just like, again, like, I think that like you have landed on a gold mine, you know, like I think that you can, I think that you can like build and mold this into like a, a actual business. And so from there, I, I did so. And so I called that story like the birth of soul touch and like that literally started from me asking what i thought was a shallow question and me really like being inspired by like a a lifestyle that 
I, I could imagine that that uh, uh, that my CEO was having, you know what I'm saying? And like, meanwhile, I was working to make them rich, but it's kind of like, okay, like, what's what's my thing to, right. to get me to that same thing? Right. So that 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 is the birth of Soul Touch, and I honestly still look at this as like my baby and my child. Um, and even though we are like a few years in the game, like it, we are still like she's she's still very like delicate. You know what I'm saying? Like this right. is still like the fundamental stages of her of her lifespan. So. That is that is the birth of Soul Touch. That's the story. And you know what? It's so amazing. And and I think I was I seen on Amanda Seals Patreon. She was like, shout out to anybody who had a bright idea and actually executed it. Cause imagine something just popping up in your mind and you actually put it into fruition and make a business out of it or make a passion right. out of it. Like and it's common and then it's successful. And it's like, damn, this all just came from a brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> From me asking a question, being nosy and somebody else's business. Well, I mean, you know, as always, us Virgos are very inquisitive. We always want to know the why. We always want to know the why and how. Cause, and, it, right. and then the fact there's only 1% of people living the American dream of luxury. I want to know how I can get that 1% without having working so hard. Because I want to work smarter, not harder. So tell That's me how I can get in. That's it. And you know, black people will spend money for sneakers before they do um before they do on the you know their basic necessities because that's just how ass backwards some of us are. But okay, I was about to say you you know how the people will starve to get a pair of sneakers and go ahead and get whatever they got to get fixed if they have to. Like so, I think that's so dope though because I didn't and I want y'all to know I didn't know that story. That's my first time hearing it too, y'all. So don't think that I heard the story before. But I think that's dope because especially as being a black woman, it's very hard because people try to steal our thoughts. And I, when I say steal our thoughts, they try to take what's originally ours and try to tweak it a bit where it's kind of more commercialized. And it's like, well, this is not something that y'all were really in because if y'all think about it, if y'all know about the history of sneakers... Michael Jordan put it on a map, but there were plenty of other ones like Larry Bird who had Converse and, you know, all these other people like Patrick Ewing. But their shoes were not as popping because Nike was that brand back in the day. So Converse weren't that supportive. Like, and you still wear them now. They're not that freaking supportive. You got Reeboks. They're known, but they're not that known. Adidas have become more known because of Yeezy. But, like, you had a couple collabs like Jeremy Scott or whatever. But to have an athlete that everybody admired take sneakers to another level where he's like, I don't want to just create them for support and stability on the court. I want to make it a fashion statement. Right. It beca- right. This is why we're how, how we are now with Hypebeast and people going on sneakers app and never making it, you know, making a hit and mi- hit and miss. I never stood in the line a day in my damn life. Um, no, look at you. <laughs> okay, never in my life. Uh, and if I did, it was because I was, they were limiting people into the store, but I ain't never not missed the cop. So, yeah. but it's like now that it's more of a thing to be a sneakerhead, which I hate when people use that, that word so, so frivolously. Um, cause you only got like three or four pairs or five pairs that just recently came out within the last 10 years. You're not a sneakerhead. Like you're not, you have no classes, you have no OGs, you have no LEs, you have no SEs. So, and y'all probably don't even know what that means, but nonetheless, oh, it's dope because it's like, I feel like business with that, making that and just saying like corporate America, it's just cool. And I'm making a nice little coin, but I want to be my own boss. I want to be myself rich. That's a big step to take. Like and risk it like and be like i'm gonna just have faith in myself and again a god's child so hello right you lean not to your own understanding you go and go ahead and your spirit moves me i'm gonna move so how does it feel being in a male-dominated industry like how does it feel 
the known that sneakers are mainly like majority men because like even some of the people that you refer me to with like soul swaps i'm like oh this is the males 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 and i'm like dang i wish we had more females in the game in this arena like but there probably are more but it's not very much out there that presenting themselves like you are so right it's it's not and honestly like it's fun here Jess. i would say if anything like i get more love and highlighted attention just because i am a female and honestly i think that this in the service side of the industry is so new that honestly we welcome anyone um i always tell this funny story that if i had a dollar for everyone that has called me bro dude man i would truly be wealthy okay like <laughs> Um, and, and this is like, of course, like the reaction that we get on our social media because like they don't necessarily know like who is behind the brand, but I, I constantly get that. So I would say it's, it's fun here to be, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, um, excuse me, Jess, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're but, fine. Um, and two, I also tell people that, um, hold on, Jess. Girl, you fine. Because it'd be like that sometimes. You got to get your thoughts together. Really collect the thoughts. But yeah, um, oh, you had a second part to that question too that I was reading. I was going on with. Oh, yeah. And um, I was just going to ask you, like, how, how, like, what actually puts you to continue to do what you do, given that you said, like, it's a very welcoming industry? Got you. I, I would say, like, the impact of just it, it definitely. And, and honestly, like, this is more than just shoes uh, for me. Like, it's, it's definitely the impact. And I have a favorite, um, a famous line that I tell people when I am mentoring them or, you know, like when, when I do see people out and stuff like that, I am proud to tell people that, listen, like I, I fired my nine to five and I feel like it, I, I fired my nine to five to chase my passion. And then like, although I have exceeded the amount of money that I was making in corporate America, I, it's still like the passion and the freedom that, you know, like that, that pushes me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and just from that, and just by me saying that line, I hope that it's, it's the impact that I hope that inspires someone else. We're like, dog, like I, I wonder what my passion is. You know, like honestly, like give give yourself that thought and then do the digging to find it. Um, so it's I, I I would definitely have to say like the impact over over everything. I think that's important too, because everybody's like, oh, Jess, you should just you know. My aunt said she was like, you need to just be your own boss. I'm like, yeah, that's the case. But the way my mentality set up, because y'all forgot I'm an accounting. I went to school for accounting with money. It's like, I'm not doing something I know is seldom because not people or many people are getting customs as much as I know that I can just be able to be uh, have job security. So it's like, mm-hmm. I could do both. Like, I'm able to do both because in my position, it's like, I'm cool with it for now. Right, yeah. But when it comes to customs, it's like, okay, it's not like it's like customs regular where somebody's asking for a jacket on our custom regularly. And given I could be promoting myself, but until business, I could see the numbers because I'm a numbers person. Match was coming in. I can't, I'm not about to just, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be, like you said, but you had sales, so it was like easy. And I had it too, but it's like, yeah, you know, some people, you just got to know your market and know like, it's going to be a different, like a sneaker market would be different from like a custom clothing market. Cause it's like sneakers right. are something everybody are buying is buying. And a lot of people have collectors items they want to have restored jackets and stuff. is like, it's a luxury. It's like an, an additive to just, just have a part of your repertoire just to have, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a little different, but I, I think that's dope though, because being so welcoming and like you said, it being so new, there's not so many uh, subconscious bias that are being right. perpetrated yeah. to make you feel like, you have to be in one lane in the in the arena. That's right. 
so I definitely, I, I welcome you, you know, like give, give it a try. And honestly, I wish that this kind of expands into like a, like a skill. Like I'm, I'm very big on people like knowing skills, but I really hope that, that it goes that far to expand into skills. And to just, we really have to think about like, we are not too far removed from servicing, well, cleaning our own sneakers in our own house, using what, an old toothbrush, tap water, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we aren't too far removed so like that that's just how new that this industry is and so like i said like i i just def- i definitely welcome uh anyone that's that's willing to give it a try and i think it's even more dope because you're from the south so like given you are a south carolina native how has it been living in nc with going from a storefront to basically working in a private lab like because i know that has to be a big transition it has it really has um expanding to charlotte has been beautiful um and honestly it has always been in our blueprint to uh, have a location in south carolina north carolina and georgia i will say that charlotte came a little bit sooner based on the 2020 pandemic and we already we all know that the whole world changed uh, Mm -hmm. after, after 2020 right and so with the expansion of business uh you know like being in a new market kind of like going going along with the with the new way of the world like it only made sense for us to be in a private lab one because i needed i needed the time and i also needed the space to fully train a team and so not only did uh, not only did we expand in 2020 but like sales and just business itself like it escalated to like the the 10th power so i I could not see myself like, you know, like really trying to train a team and they're really keen right. on like a, a in-store customer experience. It was like that, you know, like kind of one one had to go based on like the climate of everything. And so you still get we still have um, our junior sneaker techs that are in uh, that are in Columbia. So you still get that like in person. But as far as me, it was just time for me to kind of like step back a little bit right. from, from what you've seen on the outside and really kind of focus on the back side of the house. So Charlotte has been fun. And then two, it, it, it has also allowed us to come out of our comfort zone as well. So we're kind of like little Uzi Vert, like I'm fine. <laughs> Yeah, like we, it, it has really pushed us to like to go out and do more events and just to kind of um go ahead and see like what what we can do in Charlotte, kind of like what we can stir up in Charlotte. Like we really like getting in places and, and shaking it up and, and leaving our mark. So it's it's been fun. As you should. I mean, you know, I went to Dell State, so it was always make your mark on the world. And I still take that with me because that's the school's motto. So it's like, make your mark on the world. Let it be an impact because it's like, you don't know how big your impact will be unless you unless you make the attempt to make it. So like, that's right. and, and if you clearly you got if business skyrocketed, especially in the pandemic, everybody had their stimmies. I'm sure they were spending their money to get their sneakers clean because it's like, I'm in the crib. I ain't got nothing better to do. Let me go ahead and spend this money and get a little, you know, a little fixer upper. Okay, on these yes. on these sneakers you know what i'm saying yes. but i think it's dope that you said that you have junior techs because like they say you you know at some point when you're building something like this and having a legacy since it is so small you got to teach and pass the baton at some point so the yes. fact that you're starting and you even though like you said you're still that's your baby and like you might be in toddler phase of the business you have junior techs it's like you know what i'm willing to pass my knowledge for you to be able to acquire this skill and develop and you know becoming a master in your craft as well so i think that's super dope thank you thank you thank you 
So you restore and service sneakers, but what even made you a collector as well? Because we know you got a little, you got some heat in the closet of you. You got some heat on your feet, okay? It'd be some sweet heat. Thank you, Jess. Listen, I would have to say that this life kind of chose me. Sneakers have never not been my thing. Um, even as a child, I was fortunate enough to be able to start school with like two and three pair of uh, pair of sneakers a year. And so, and then it, it was in me to like make deals throughout the year to get me new sneakers with my parents. So, um, if it was like good grades, well, yeah, you know, you're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, like if I do it, can I get a new pair of shoes? Or <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like your attitude, like it really hasn't been the best. And you're not like, hey, I'm willing to change. But you know, like when I do change, like, can I get a new pair of sneakers? Like that has. I need a reward. Always, yes. That has always been my thing. So, um. And, and then, too, I have always taken care of them. So I would really say that this this lifestyle has chose me seriously. I agree. I, I, y'all heard what she said. The lifestyle chose her. So when y'all be talking about me and my sneaker problems, which is not a problem, it's a great problem to have. And I just feel like people say because they're mad because their sneaker repertoire is not so extensive. This life chose me. And you can thank my father for it because I like, like Avia said, I almost got two to three pairs every year. Any release that came out, Curtis was at the store getting them. That was our bond. That was for me, it was a little different because it was bonding. But nonetheless, like you said, I've always had them. And, and Avia will tell you, the sneaker she serviced for me, our sneakers I've had since like 02, 01, yeah, 07. That's, that's so impressive, Jess. They're so impressive. Older sneakers where my dad was buying them, and it was to the point where it made me, I think, taught me how to, like you said, take care of my stuff and understand the importance of value. Like, because to, to us, I feel like we look at sneakers as an investment, and to some, it looks as to them like a waste of money. But it's like, you know, people, did y'all realize how much Jordan's original bread just sold for? Like, millions of dollars that he wore in his, like, first NBA game when he had the 85s that came out with the Chicago breads. Like, yeah, crazy. sold for a crazy amount of money, all because they're his sneaker and he autographs them. So, like, given, like, what we're telling y'all now, like, a sneakers that we've had from childhood, like, I still have from childhood. Like, the amount of money, because I'm getting them restored, I might not wear them, but because they're preserved, like, people would pay top dollar for them damn sneakers, like... I still have my original flu games from when I was six years old. Like, same box, all of that. Still in pristine condition. I'm pretty sure I can get a pretty penny for those. Like, yeah. no doubt. But I'm like, I like it taught me how to take care of my stuff, which allowed me to learn how to take care of myself in life, take care of my environment, you know, look at the bigger picture. So sneakers do have life lessons. I want y'all to know that. Mm -hmm. Just all about how you look at the perspective. So, given, like you said, you've been in this game a minute, and she don't call herself a sneakerhead, but she a sneakerhead. I don't care what she say. <laughs> what are your top three pairs of kicks that represent your personality, if you had to choose some? So, I would definitely have to say the Sean Witherspoons, the one in 97, with it being, um, you know, it's a very colorful shoe. So, I feel like the colors, they kind of speak to the many different layers that I have as a person. Mm -hmm. uh, second, I would have to say the the Yeezy Wave Runner. So, um, I love the design of this sneaker and the design aspect. This kind of speaks to me constantly, like redesigning myself to be better as I grow. Um, the third one, I would have probably have to say like the Lightning Four. So, like the bold color, it speaks to my personality, being bold but still remaining chic and humble in in my own way. Why did I know those were going to be the top three that she was going to pick? Why did I know? I really did. I was like, it's going to be the 197s because there's layers. But, like, it's because it's a soft palette shoe, too. Like, it's not. It's a pastel. So, it's not too... It's not... 
coming at you, but it's coming at you with like sweet and savory, kind of like on some. It's a pastel. It got some neutrals in there, but there's so much that you can do with it. Like, yeah, that's a crazy shit. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. I knew you was gonna say Wave Runners because you and Adidas. I'm like, she's gonna pick an Adidas. It's gonna be an Adidas in there somewhere. Period. <laughs> but when it comes down to them lightnings, I'm like, yep, that sounds like a Via because she could be a quiet storm if you try her. And then oh yellow. God, yes. <laughs> I'm like, but yellow is again a mellow color, but it's bright. But like, it's like it, it's a it's neutral. Like it's a chill. It, it gives you the nice aesthetic. Like, I'm here. You see me. But you don't have to do much. Like, I'm here. You that's see it. me. But I don't even got to tell you that you see me because you see me. Yeah, that's it. Great question, too, Jess. I like that. Of course. I feel like it's top. Like, I know for me, I got my top three, too. Like, my top three. Tiana. top three? Mine is Tiana Taylor. The Tiana Taylor Harlan GMCs. Yeah, you're so crazy for still having those. <laughs> you never, you don't ever get rid of those. Of course not. Those are my favorites because, one, I've always admired Tiana Taylor growing up, but I just love the aesthetic of it with the snakeskin mixed with the metallic and how it all incorporates the, like, the, the, the three lines with the Adidas into them. So, like, that is, like, dope. Like, from a planet called Harlem. Because she was, right. that's the time of her, you know, billionaire boy days where, like, she was living on the Star Trek team where it was, like, she was okay with being different. And I've always been different. Right, right. So that's good for me. My other top, of course, is going to be an 11, the bread 11s, because I'm an 11s girl. Like, I've loved was like the patent leather with the classic, but it got the red sole because, you know, like a red bottom. Like, you know, I always got to give right. you a little too much because I'm over the top because that's just me. And then my third pair would have to be the Street Ball Jeremy Scott's, um, Adidas Jeremy Scott's, because they're bright. They have so much colors like red, pinks, um, but there's different patterns. And the fact that they have fur on top of it to mix it in, it just gives my personality. Like, yeah. I'm extra. I can be versatile. I'm a chameleon, but just don't try me. But try. I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make y'all see these sneakers are fire, even though y'all trying to sleep on them. Cause I'm make y'all want to buy them. So those would be my top three. Good, good choice. Very good choice. Yes. And they speak to you for what you see. Cause it's got to be your personality. And I have. And everybody who know me, I'm a very outspoken person. So like anything that's bold and colorful, I'm rocking it. Period. Yes, you just, that's you. And anything that can bring me to the '90s aesthetic, I'm gonna rock the hell out of it. Cause that's just my era. Period. Like it's just yeah. going. It's gonna give every time. So, given the sneaker business is a very lucrative business, as you've already stated, and collectors like myself have sneakers that are slowly aging, how do you see the necessity of businesses like Soul Touch being a vital pillar in the sneaker community? Oh, man. I think it's it's, it's an essential to the sneaker industry. Um, I would say, like, imagine not having an industry that, that was like Soul Touch. You know, like, could we, could we really imagine that? Um, and we also know that, you know, like that a lot of these shoes that, that we love, like they are highly sought after um, and they're not cheap. And then, too, like they are an investment, like you said, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the times. Well, and we have even heard stories of people selling their collection to pay for school, selling their collection mm -hmm. on their house. Like they really are investments. So, um, again, I would say, like, imagine not being able to, like, preserve or to protect your investments um and then another thing that we have to realize is that um imagine and I, I think it was a pair of sevens that I serviced from you uh for you just like I think that they were like an old two release and like they are due to release maybe this year or next oh yeah my um my uh my uh citrus sevens they come out in August again all right so so and like and how like that that's been that was like over like a 10 year time frame since they released again you know what I'm saying so like 
it's not like these things that you can go buy again or that you will ever have like some sometimes things don't re-release you know so why not preserve and take care of them so i would say like it's it's also essential to to have a service industry side to the sneaker market heck yeah I want y'all to know she did a lot of my sevens. Between my sevens and eights, there's a lot of them she's done. But yeah, the citrus sevens, those are like the first ones I sent Avia. And I was like, yo, they're coming apart. But these are my favorite sneakers. I was like, I can't let them go down like this because I don't know if they're going to ever come back out. Now, mind you, she said 02. Right, right. <laughs> they came out in like, I want to say, no, they came out in 07 because I remember I got them and I had got them a size and a half too big because, and I just wore double socks because they were the last pair in the store. And I was like, I'm not missing out on this collect. So I copped them and I was like, you know what? And then they ended up starting to like wear or whatever because I wasn't wearing them like that because I was like, how much stuff do you really have with a bright ass orange and a red with a black suede sneaker? And then like it was like a new book. So like it can mess up easily. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just let them sit. So when our homeboy sent them to me this year, he was like, yo, I remember when you you were the only one in school that had these. You and one other person. And he was like, yo, I remember you used to rock these all the time. Like you used to wear crazy fire outfits. And he was like, they come back out. And it's supposed to come out this month, but they pushed the release back till next month. I think August 13th. Because y'all know I'm getting me another pair. Period. Okay. I don't care. Um shocked when I post a picture of me and all my homegirls because you know back in the day you and your homegirls if you had a crew y'all always used to get the same Jordans on release day and wear them to school in the same outfits and match so people be so astonished at my May 7s I hope he brings back those back out which I call the bumblebees the May 7s that came out uh -huh. in like 07 uh -huh. it's a picture of all of us rocking them and my friends are like you still got them I'm like there's yellowing out the behind on them but it's the point that I still have them those were released like over 15 years ago like, not many people can say, like, a lot of people, because, like, I feel like as you get old, especially going from college to maybe going back home or college to a new place, in the transition, you might lose some sneakers. Or, like, your parents might have them at the house and think that they just nothing and throw them out. Like, and it's whatever. Like my, like, my mother, and I tell you about her all the time. <laughs> Look, I'm taking her to small claims court. <laughs> Period. And it won't even be small claims because probably the worth of what they worth, it's going to be more than 25K that you're going to try to get back. Okay. <laughs> but, like, my mom, I had to explain to her, like, I have countdown packages. Like, with the original boxes with Jordans were, like, literally $200 for two pairs. So, like, my mom over here trying to give them... Girl, if you don't give me them damn boxes and give me my sneakers, because those are collected. You know the people don't even know this even exists? Like, this was a time when he had 23 years in the game. Like, this, the 05 releases with the twos, like, when he had the 05 and 85 with the... Everything with silver boxes, like, you would... And with the... Remember with the cards that used to come in the boxes and know what Jordan you got and the history to it? Yep. I used to have those on my wall in college. So, it's like... Yeah, I got to be mindful. Like, when you really... I feel like for me, because sneakers have always been a part of my personality of expressing myself, they're investments, but they're a part of my identity. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. They're like my... Yeah. yeah. 
they're like my my physical my physical like footprint to my identity. I feel like outside of my having my fingerprints and stuff, but they're like my my. You want to talk about style? Well, we know Jess got these. Like for my homeboy to say it to me fifteen years later, fifteen years later, like I remember when he was in school wearing this baby tee with a black shirt underneath and a red belt, and you had these on with some skinny jeans. Like what? You remember this? I don't remember. And then he showed me a picture of me in it with me and him standing together, and I was like, wow, a bra strap headband. I remember those. Like that was definitely in the early two thousands. Like. Right. But like you can see how it's changed, and then also like you said, the quality where I probably can probably presume that the the like the in- increase in your sales of your service is probably because the quality that was once then when we were buying them back in the day is not the same now. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for sneakers to come apart now as opposed to then. So when people's like you buying the Elevens, no, because the ones I got from two thousand eleven, which is another re release from a, 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 is not the same as the ones now that look like complete plastic. And mind you, I've had those over. 13 years and those still are able to be worn right yep yep and, that, and that's 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 another that's another bridge that that brings people in to see us like i i like the ogs better and i'll be able to tell you i am all about a yellow soul i don't care i love the yellow no souls i love the age yeah. look i love the age she's like you want me to know i don't need you to oxidize my souls leave them just how they are she's like you the only person i'm like you want a few people i know I probably am, but I love I love to have my stuff age quality. And Avia didn't tell y'all, but oxidation, that service that she offers, it takes time. And I've seen it on YouTube. Like, I try to do it myself before I found Avia. I don't have the patience. You really got to have a passion for it because the process and the layers to bring out that oxidation is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it takes it definitely takes time. And just just a tip for the day, um, bring bring them in sooner. Like I'm, I'm, we are very big on like telling you to maintain your collection. So don't wait until they are beat to heal to bring them in. Like just make sure you maintain them. And that's why we have uh, services like uh, the Holy Grill uh, subscription. That way you can bring two pair of shoes in a month. Like if you do have a big collection, like Justin, I have like you know like just just keep just keep them in rotation just to make sure that they are serviced because you know like the more that they are worn touched and in, in service like the better that they will hold up over time. So just just a tip for today. Y'all heard it from the best, and she'd already know me. I don't do one pairs. I do five at once. So I like to. Be- Okay, at one time, because listen, I ain't gonna miss them because they clearly ain't being worn, but I at least want them to look pretty on my shelves. So, like, let's make it happen. Right. (laughs) So, black women are always boxed in, as I always say. How imperative is your representation in not only business, but your community with Soul Touched? I would say it's it's so imperative. Um, and then let's go back to I, the idea of how Soul Touch was even birthed. That was me seeing the representation of freedom in a luxury lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so and like like I always like like I always tell people like I literally fired my nine to five to clean shoes. Like it sounds cute and it sounds simple, but like that's that's really my truth. So it's so imperative for you to to even look at me and be like, well, dog, you know, like. I'm, I'm thinking, and even like you, like, I, you know, like, well, I'm into accounting, you know, like, and you do, you did this, like, just with, like, a pair of shoes, like, yeah, like, it, it doesn't matter, like, whatever it is, and even you just, like, I'm pretty sure that, you know, like, that you feel free in what you do, because, like, it's not, it's not a lot of senior, I don't know whether or not if you discuss what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. You good, girl, you good. <laughs> let, me roll, let me roll it back on, though, if you discuss You good. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's not even, like, a lot of us that's represented it, um, in the, in the in so what whatever it may be like my my biggest thing is is just the impact 
and you can you can speak for this too like there is always someone watching you, you yes girl like right just like I, I was watching someone and i was inspired by that so um and and honestly like it, it feels good you know like not not only am i a minority but i'm also a woman you know like in a male-dominated industry so i i think it's important to for for individuals to see that and for you to know like how however you classify yourself like it's a market for you and and again even when you get in that market that is going to be someone that's that's looking at you so you know like make make sure that you know, like make make sure you are staying on your cues because like nine times out of ten, like you are inspiring someone in no matter what the capacity may be. That's a fact. And I agree. And you're right. And I and I was saying that like when I thought about that, I'm like, yo, and my people were like you just should work in business for yourself. I'm like, but think about it. My position is not an average position. You see a lot of black women in, at least the black right. people in general. So me leaving this position. May you don't know like and what people may not know is like being in a county mentorship program. I had a black girl who went to a little black girl who was at NT um North Carolina A&T who was like, "Yo, you're so dope. The fact that you have a business on top of you being an accountant like and you're in a realm where you're literally the minority and the anomaly, but you still be pressing through. Like, I think that's so inspiring." There's so many people who have reached out to me and was like, "Yo, I'm going to school for accounting because like of how dope you were like in college. Like the fact that you like you're not the average accountant. Like what accountant you know got swag and wear sneakers and still be you know fly and still be like I'm an accountant. Like and on top of that, you're a senior accountant, which means you're not just an accountant. You're a senior accountant, which means the only next level to that is controller. Okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> even that, even that is so inspiring. Like seriously, just and then like you get to help people like me as well. So. Like I said, like it's 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 all kind of different hats that really make the world go around, honestly. Definitely. And that's why people are like, yo, my podcast, that's my baby. Like, like you said, we're only two years in. But imagine if I didn't take the chance to be like, yo, you have a voice and something to say. And people some people might need to hear it because right. you have the ability to use your platform to promote other black businesses or promote other people and what they're doing to get their word out. Cause mm-hmm. clearly you come two years later, you got five thousand downloads, over eighty episodes, somebody's happening. Okay. So okay. you gotta make your business make it your business to just be consistent and but like you said it takes time because like you said you had to research like i had to research learn what it was like how do podcasts operate what is this whole thing of you know your design layout how do you attract people like all this other stuff like it's very important but like you got to know that if it's your passion it's going to find its purpose and touch who needs to touch where it needs to be touched period that's right so before we close out, of course, the never ending question that I'm always asking everybody who is a business owner, what is the legacy of your sneaker empire when it comes to Soul Touch, given that you are spread out, not just within restoration and cleanings for services, but you have mats and all, all these other things that you service as well mm-hmm. that you are building for your future or like trying to have it part of your lineage in, in the culture? Got you. So we, um, like I said, like Soul Touch is definitely still a baby. And like I said earlier, we are now in like the very precious stages of, of her life. Like the, these these next steps and next years, like they are very important. So right now we have, um, I won't even say that we have um, a master because like I, we, we are the ones that, that we learn something new, like literally every single day. Right. Um, but I, I can say that we have a pretty solid foundation, like in the service space. Now we are slowly starting to pivot into the product space. So I would say like our overall goal is to become like a household brand. You know what I'm saying? Like you may be sitting down, um, looking at TV, you know, a commercial comes on, like, uh, talking about like our sneaker cleaning product. So we definitely wish to become a household name for our product 
as well as services. And then too, another another big thing that we wish to go into is really like teaching this as a skill. Like, right. you know, like you have heard so many people say that like college isn't for everyone and it's not. So, you know, like just like heating and air is, um, is you know, like that, that's a skill. Like, you know, like service and shoes, like that should be a skill too. You know, we have shoe cobblers that have been on like the, the actual shoe, like the dress shoes uh, side of things for so long, but why not really like expand the market and offer like the the service side of sneakers for that to be actually taught as a taught as a skill. So we um, we we have a lot of ground to cover, but we for right now I would definitely say that we have a solid foundation in the in the service space. Now we are looking to pivot into the the product space with the overall goal of of becoming like a household brand name. And that's gonna happen, and I can't oh, wait yeah. till it do. Because when they become a franchise and there be so many stores, I'd be like, oh, so touch is here. Oh, so touch is in L.A. Okay, so let me go visit the L.A. store. It's about to be a, it's about to be a commodity. And y'all cannot say y'all didn't hear it first here on Jesse Real Podcast. Okay, that's it. So that's the period. So before we leave, Avia, do you have like a quote or a saying that you go by that you might want to share with the people and also let them know where they can follow you? Um, follow us at Soul Touch, and so that is S O L E T O U C H E D. Um, we are on all social media platforms. And a closing out quote. Um, I'll just speak to the people really fast, guys. What, whatever. I'm, I'm very big, and just probably knows this too because we are both, both Virgos. But I'm very big on um simplifying things so what whatever it is that you wish to do i would say like know where you are and then think about the end goal but the middle like that is very important like the middle is the part that needs to be broken down you know so before you can get to uh you know like to be like you first have to master a first so i would just say just just simplify it go for what you want if you can speak it then you can definitely like uh do it and see it so i would just say really just just go for what you want have have that burning passion for it until it is there and even when it's there like don't don't stop because you have people looking at you and i i, I just wish everybody like just happiness and success in in fulfillment those are my closing words and that was a via everybody <laughs> But I thank you for taking the time to chat it up with me today, letting the people know about Soul Touch so, you know, y'all can get out there, make sure y'all follow her, show her some love. Y'all probably always see me posting her, but you know what? Now y'all get the backstory to know, like, who the hell is she always posting? So now y'all now know who I am talking about. Um, Avia, thank you again. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you so appreciated. much for having me, Jess. We, uh, it's, it's been a long time coming. And honestly, like, Jess didn't even tell me that that we were, like, ready, ready, ready. Because a lot of times it takes about six readies for us to get ready. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, like, she just shot me these questions over, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, we, we doing this soon. I'm just like, Jess, I, I got the questions. Like, let's lock it down immediately. And she knows when something goes into the calendar, like, we are That's doing it. it. So, Thank you for you and your platform for uh, for definitely having us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. We will definitely be talking with you soon. Thank you, Jess. Take- that was my girl, Avia of Soul Touch. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed us chatting it up. That's normally how we are when we get together, when we be brunching and lunching. So, hopefully, y'all now see what it is on the black end side of being in the sneaker world. As I always say on air, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. And if you got a dream, shoot for the stars. Might just go ahead and reach one. Talk to y'all later.